Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Bijou Podcasts. This is episode 25 of the Stacey June Show. Today I want to talk about procrastination. Welcome, happy Sunday or whichever day you are having a self-centered day. Uh, I'm Stacey June and I'm back to talk about what's going on in my mind, something that I feel like could be a a nugget of help or a nugget of magic for you um, because most of the things that come up in my life I try and, and have a look at, I try and work through and I try and improve. And that's what this show is all about. Self-Centered Sunday really is a way for us to just self-reflect, have a bit of a thought process around something we could shift within ourselves to allow us to get closer to the place we want to be, but also make things easier for ourselves. And that's why I want to talk about procrastination today. I was listening back to a few bits and pieces. I've been trying to compile some audio from different uh, interviews for something that I'm doing. And the Kate Kendall conversation, which I'll put in show notes, came up. And one of the quotes that she said that I have now written in my house, it's on a blackboard, was that discipline creates freedom. And it's interesting because let's just really break that down for a second. Freedom is something that we'd all like to obtain. I think it's really safe to say that most of us would like to feel free. And I think a lot of the time what's in between us and freedom is a whole pile of shit. And that could be to do with work. It could be to do with self-work you need to do. It could be with some conversations you have to have with people in your life. It doesn't necessarily have to be discipline in terms of getting that to-do list actioned, although it can. It could also be with putting things off that we aren't sure how to approach, we aren't sure how to navigate, and and just letting it linger a little bit longer than what I actually think is probably healthy. And so today I want to talk about how interesting that concept was because I think we don't even think about the freedom that that really lies behind some of that stuff. We're so focused on the fact that we're fearing doing it, we're fearing having it, and we're fearing what's the repercussions of something it is that's making us uncomfortable and thinking about doing, even if it is for, it's for our best interests. And when you put the the tag freedom behind a task or a conversation or something that's in your way that is on your mind that you don't want to do, it's quite clear of what the repercussion or what the result will be. It's just that we don't really focus on what will come from it. We just focus on not wanting to do it. And when she said freedom, discipline creates freedom, it was another layer on top of that. And 
what I took from the discipline was usually you think discipline is that you have to be really disciplined in the gym or you have to be really disciplined with, I don't know, other parts of your life. Maybe if you're a parent, a kid, or you discipline, you're disciplined with your diet. But we don't really think about being disciplined with conversations or self-care or, um, or things that make us feel juicy and nourished. Because I think somewhere along the line, we were told that those things come to us, that we're entitled to have juicy, freeing, lovely lives, and that everything gets in the way of us having those, and that's the problem. When actually I think the discipline, which is an action, is really the key to getting the freedom, and the discipline is about not choosing to procrastinate when it comes to those particular issues that we're facing. And so, I mean, God, this could really relate to so many different parts of my life. But in particular, I'm trying to find a real groove in in my new ambition. I've got a lot of things that I want to achieve again. And, you know, that's been new for me. I wasn't really sure what it would look like for me for the next couple of years. I definitely know that trying for a baby has taken in, I suppose, a little bit more of my creativity bubble than I expected. I've always been such a creative person with endless ideas, but I think creating a baby is a version of creativity and I think it's definitely taking up some space from that source. And so it's just not coming out as much through my work. So I wasn't really sure when or how that would evolve and how they would evolve together. But what I've found in the last few days or probably the last few weeks is that things are coming back, things are coming up, ideas are happening. But they're happening really differently to what they used to happen. I used to shoot and fire everything off so quickly, expect my team to keep up with me, expect everybody to kind of be on the same page and be trying everything at all costs because I was ambitious and I wanted to get ahead. But I think something shifted in my intention. My intention isn't to necessarily just get ahead and just be ambitious anymore. My intention is to have a nice life. And what I found in that, it, it means that the ideas aren't as many, maybe because the creativity is being used somewhere, but also I think because not all ideas are good enough for me right now or probably ever again, like anymore. I just don't think that I'm going to be firing whatever comes up in my mind out through my mouth and trying to activate it, irregardless of what the fuck the result will be to my body and I guess my mind. So just to kind of really unravel, I suppose, what I want to talk about with procrastination today, there's a real a real clarity that we can get by understanding that procrastination essentially is creating more fear in the fear that you've already got. So If you're procrastinating, it's obviously because you care about something and you care about fucking it up or you care about, you know, what the result will be. Often the things that we don't procrastinate with, we are more in control of, we feel less nervous about. So they're things that aren't really challenging us as much. So we have to really understand that the reason we procrastinate is often because we give a shit. It's often, and that's a really important thing to do because I think when you procrastinate, then you're not disciplined in looking after yourself and then therefore you're not free. You're constantly 
really um, tied up in your own thoughts and your own crap and your own self-loathing, I think we forget that actually a lot of the time we find ourselves in that place is because we care. And that's a really good thing. So I think before we even remotely think about unlocking some of this stuff is that we start to understand that when we really do, I suppose, stand still and not move forward, it's because we give a shit. I think the problem is, is that we can A, give a shit too much and overthink things, B, sit in fear, which means we'll never move forward and ever get the freedom that we want, and C, hesitate on things that don't actually need hesitation. So, I, you know, the, the third is really that we have created probably more of a drama or more of a story than there really is there. For example, I might send an email and I, if I care about the result, I might have that sitting in drafts for a couple hours rather than just sending. Everything I do at the moment is really aligned and considered and makes me feel good. And I don't want to get into bad habits of how I used to work, which was fire, 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 bang, bang, bang. So I do have things sit in my inbox for a little bit so I can make sure they're coming from a good place. So I've got that there for a reason. But sometimes I think I sit there because I also am doubting stuff that really doesn't deserve the doubt. So it is interesting when we find ourselves in either of these three places and and really trying to find a way to unlock those and unpack them is going to be just completely life-changing, not just in our day, but in the results of our life, right? Because if we're able to unlock procrastination and find that discipline in things that are good for us earlier, we're going to attract the things into our life so much quicker, which means if you imagine the timeline of attracting things into our life on a quicker scale, it means our life is so much more filled and so much more uh, rewarding. And we're basically doubling all of the goodness that comes because we're not hesitating to go for things that are good for us by doing one of those three things. So I think it's just important to really think about procrastination as something different today and really take the discipline in your, I guess, challenges or whatever it is that you're finding hard to overcome. Find the discipline in that in a way that you understand comes from a good place, that procrastination isn't that you're the worst, unorganized, shittiest person in the world, that in fact you really, really give a shit and you need to be nice to yourself and soft to yourself, but I need to find discipline in this rather than procrastinate because I do care. So we shift it to moving from procrastination to discipline and watch the rewards come through. Even if you do a couple of things, but you stay true and disciplined to them, I promise you it will be so much more fulfilling and you'll be so much closer to the freedom you want and you'll be so much closer to what it is that you want to attract than to procrastinate full stop. You can have discipline of moving the teeniest, teeniest bit. Just take one tiny step towards whatever it is you're trying to overcome today. Now, if that is that you're having an argument with a friend, 
text message today, something really simple. If it's a job that you're looking to find because you're unhappy where you are, jump onto wherever you look at jobs and just apply for one. Or maybe it's even further that you're just doing half of your CV. You know, sometimes we use the CV thing. I haven't done my CV. I haven't done my CV. Find discipline in it rather than procrastination because procrastination makes you feel like crap. But you do need to remember that the reason you're doing either discipline or procrastination is because you really do care. And I think it's important for us to come back to that place. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You know, we aren't set up to be lazy, you know, shitty people. And so quickly when we do something that we believe is not good for us, we're so quick to then add about seven other crappy thoughts on top of that about who we are and why we're useless. And I think we have to remember that the first thought, full stop, came up for a reason, And the seven thoughts that are following it aren't actually really looking at what that first thought was about. When you thought about not messaging that friend because you were nervous, doesn't mean you're weak or crap or, you know, like not able to have hard conversations. It just means you're nervous because you care. And once you can start to look at it from that perspective without the seven extra crappy thoughts on top of that, it's much easier to let that go and move into discipline rather than procrastination. I think we need to watch our thoughts here too. Allow yourself to have one negative or doubtful thought and then address that thought. But don't add a million on after that because it is really, really hard to make your steps backwards from a million than it is to progress from one. And I don't want us to look backwards and work our way back through all of the steps because if we only think of that first one and we look at it with light and love and compassion, we don't need to necessarily workshop through it. We just need to understand that most of the time we're sitting in that because we're a little bit scared. And then therefore our whole attitude starts to change about who we are and why we're doing what we're doing. We lose that criticism, we lose that self-doubt, and we start to actually be a little bit nicer to ourselves, which then allows us to make another step. Now, is your other step going to be another crappy thought? Do you need to then have a look at that again and continue to have compassion with yourself? Until the next step is a move, and it could be a small one at that. But really try hard this week to think about what you can do to have compassion for yourself in something that you're fearing or something you're nervous about, Why, wherever you're procrastinating, what could you be a little bit softer with yourself about that topic? And then after that, even sit in that for a day, the next step is think about how can I shift 
my procrastination into a small level of discipline. And what does that discipline look like? How can I do something that will make this better, that I can commit to, that will be small enough for me to feel comfortable and not completely crazily out of my depth? And then you do it and then think of the next step that you can have some discipline in. And sure enough, before you know it, a week goes by and you've probably let go of that completely. It's out to the universe and whatever is good that is coming your way from actually ticking that off and getting it done is on its way. Sometimes Maybe you've already experienced the goodness back because if I'm using the friend analogy, you've probably actually had a conversation, which means that you've worked out what you've needed to work out or you haven't, but doesn't matter. You've still moved on. So let's stop hesitating, but let's also stop bagging and being hard on ourselves when we do it. I hope that this week helped. It came straight through me from something so, so high beyond. Let me tell you, I'm feeling so motivated by some of my chats today that I really just let the mic roll and see, you know, what it was that that came through me. And I hadn't even really thought about this particular concept before. I had thought about the quote, but not about how we really can unlock ourselves by being kinder to ourselves. If you like this chat, please share it on socials. It is really an interesting time in podcasting world. It's been such a fascinating view that I've sat over the past seven years of podcasting. And this year in particular has been a really different one. There are so many shows and so many opportunities for you guys to learn. And it's not that I'm not excited about that at all. It just means it's a little bit harder to get the word out. So I really do encourage you to support my show and support things that you liked on the show or resonated with you. And if you're a passive listener and, and you know, you kind of swap in and out of different podcasts and you take, take things and leave things, that's okay too. But if there is something that really super sparked you, uh, I really would appreciate you getting the word out there. It helps me get a gazillion. All of these shows are free and it is something that, uh, you know, really allows me to grow this new part of myself. So I thank you in advance. Um, Ratings and reviews are also really great ways to help. If you have listened to any of the other shows that are going on under the Bijou Podcast Network, um, I put them all in show notes. Let's Get Political is such an incredible, quick really easy listening show to get up to date with just what we need to know about the election. Um, And also Couple Goals question mark is a podcast that I do showcasing my partner and my fertility journey. Um, If you are a person that's trying for a baby or potentially you're a person that's just interested in that process, I certainly was when I was single with nobody by my side. Um, It's a really great chat. And this week we spoke about conscious conceiving, which really was very, um, very big and deep into the work that I've done before I even remotely considered becoming a parent. A lot of it was healing with my own parents. So I think a lot of you might find that really interesting. And if you are in your 20s and not thinking about having babies anytime soon, but do want them, have a listen to the Conscious uh, Conscious Conceiving podcast because I think there's so much work we can do to release ourselves and really heal ourselves when we start to do work on um, releasing patterns with our parents and, and just healing that relationship. The other thing I wanted to share was 
I have a winter group coaching session coming up. Now, so many of you have inquired and often dabbled, and maybe this is one of these things that you need to have some discipline in. Um, Over the next couple of weeks, I will still have some payment plan options. I only give a few of those um, away at a time. So please make sure that you email support at stacyjune.com if you're interested. Essentially, the group coaching is a way for you to unlock your own self-care routine. I I teach different modalities of things that have help me that I do from day to day that I know I can go to, whether it's tapping or different meditations, daydream exercises, different ways for you to understand how to work the law of attraction and really use the tools of manifestation into your everyday life. But first, we really unblock a lot of stuff that we have trouble letting go, whether it's past boyfriends, whether it's um, you know shitty kind of uh, feelings about ourselves, the fact that we feel lonely or a bit lost. You know, there's lots of stuff that goes into us feeling lost that we need to actually leave behind in order for us to begin the next path. And there's a reason that I guess sometimes we can walk around for a year and continue to feel the same lost feeling and have nothing new present to us because I think a lot of the time there's stuff that we need to let go for the new thing to present. So there's so much in there in three weeks. It is a real life-changing experience. I'm very proud to say that it has really transformed many, many people that have done it. Um, So as I said, if you are interested, it will start the first Thursday or Wednesday, depending on how much intake we get of June. And you've got the next couple of weeks to either purchase your place um, at stacyjune.com forward slash workshops, or you can contact contact us at support at stacyjune.com for the payment plan options. I'm so excited to meet you all. There's actually a couple of you that have joined in with friends and um, and somebody has given somebody a gift for their birthday. You know, there's all these different types of uh, um, reasons that people are finding themselves joining and people are really starting to, gra- to gain a bit of a community as well and make friends as we go along. And I am going to add um, a Facebook group that you will be able to enter after you've completed the coaching to be able to connect with like-minded chicks as well. So that is something really exciting that's still coming. Um, and I'm excited to see those of you that are interested. If you've got any questions at all, you can also email support at stacyjune.com. One of myself or um, an assistant will get back to you about, um, about trying to just give you a little bit more information. All right, guys, that's it from me. I hope this week has been helpful to you in some way. And I'm excited to hear what you think about, um, about the idea of discipline and, and procrastination. And also, if you've listened to any of the other shows and interviews, I'm always here uh, taking on your feedback or for guest suggestions. So you can find me on Instagram at any time at Stacey June. Till next time, my beautiful friends. Bye. This has been another Bijou Podcast production. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.